Welcome to the Center Church Discipleship Podcast, where we seek to equip and empower those who believe in Jesus to live out their faith as all of life disciples of Jesus. Well, well, good afternoon, Justin. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Uh, We just wrapped up worshiping this morning, uh, and even from home, I'm really joyful and thankful that we still have the technology to be able to do that. Yeah, I think it's truly cool having the technology we have. I mean, you got Zoom, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Google Chat, or Google Hangouts. They just changed it to Google Meet. Yeah. Uh, So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But Google thought they could make it better, and I think (laughs) they did, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So so I was just thankful to worship this morning. Um, And yeah, so today is a joy. We get to hear from the Word and, and worship together again. Awesome. Well, let's, you know, let's get into it. Let's get into the nitty gritty today. Uh, welcome back, everybody, uh, to the Center Church Discipleship Podcast. Uh, we truly are honored that you guys would uh, make some time to join us today. Uh, so we have exciting news for you guys today. Justin, do you want to tell them the exciting news? Or do you want me to, to let them know? You got it. Take okay. it away. Okay, awesome. So we're starting a new season uh, on the Center Church Discipleship Podcast called The Bible is for You. In this series, we're going to be releasing a bunch of episodes walking through how an all-of-life disciple engages with the Bible. We all know the Bible can be be an intimidating book, feeling like only pastors and those theologically trained can understand it and be encouraged by it. But good news, that is not true. Uh, In this season, we hope to give you, no matter where you come from, a good grasp of how to relate to, read, comprehend, and apply the Bible to your lives. So, Justin, can you tell us a little bit more about this series and what we can expect going forward? Yeah. Uh, Over the next few weeks, uh, we are going to talk a lot about what the Bible looks like in in the life of a disciple. Uh, Just... I know many times you may sit in church and hear a sermon and just be like, how did the pastor get that from the Bible? I mean, I, yeah, I, I've been there many a times thinking, this guy's a genius. Where did he get this? Yeah, yeah. The reality is the Bible, uh, you you can access the Bible too. We have a bunch of uh, great content planned out, and our goal is this, to help you move past seeing the Bible as intimidating and dry Two, seeing the Bible as encouraging and precious, Mm. right? So many of us, our relationship at times is just uh, dry and difficult and intimidating with the Bible, but the Bible is a source of great joy. And in this series, we just want to talk a lot about the Bible and and bring it and, and make it accessible to you with some helpful tools. There are a lot of incorrect ways that we relate to the Bible. Uh, just a, f- a couple of them come to mind. Sometimes we relate to the Bible in a very defeatist way. One, one of those might be that the Bible is over my head, right? It's confusing. I don't understand. There's all of these nations that I've never heard of. They use words that aren't common to my vocabulary. And sometimes I read a chapter and I'm just have no idea the what was communicated over the past chapter, right? Sometimes it just feels like the Bible's over my head. Other times, another kind of defeatist view would be that the Bible is not relevant, right? The Bible is just irrelevant. It doesn't address the concerns that I have, uh, or it gives out-of-date view on things, and it's just not not relevant. There's sometimes defeatist views that we take with mm. the Bible. But other times, we have some more well-intentioned uh, views, but are still slightly mistaken, right? You might think the Bible is to me, right? This is God's letter that was written to me. Uh, But the reality is that these letters were written by human authors. These books were written by human authors into a context to particular people. You'll see in a lot of the New Testament letters, they're addressed to people. Mm. So the Bible wasn't actually written to you. 
right? You get a great benefit from, but it wasn't written to you. And with that misunderstanding, there can be some mistakes about how we read the Bible. Also, another uh, well-intentioned but slightly mistaken uh, idea is that the Bible is about me, right? That right, the Bible is about me. I'm inserting myself into the place of all of these different characters. I'm the main character in this story of the Bible. The Bible is about me, and, and that leads to some misunderstanding also. And what I want you to see in this series is this, the reality of the Bible, right? It is not over your head. It is not irrelevant. It is not to you. It is not about you, but the Bible is for you right? The Bible is for you. We're going to spend time walking through how the Bible is for you, as well as giving you some practical tools on engaging with the Bible. And I pray that you will begin to see, as you see that the Bible is for you and for your good and, and is, is a benefit to you, uh, that you will turn and see that the Bible is encouraging and precious and accessible uh, rather than dry and difficult. Oh, man, I'm, I'm excited. And, and just so our listeners know out there, uh, that these will be great podcasts to listen to with a group of people and discuss. Uh, as we all, as we will have some helpful discussion questions at the end, as well as show notes to review. Uh, so if you guys want to grow in your handle on God's Word or want to be equipped to help others grow in the Word, you should subscribe right now and stay tuned uh, for this season. So, Justin, that, you know, Bible is for you, uh, but we're actually going to get into the true topic of today, and starting off this series all about the Bible, what is the Bible? Yeah, there are a number of different ways that we can answer this question, right? What is the Bible is intentionally intentionally broad. So I'm going to break this up into four, hopefully, really helpful categories uh, answering the question, what is the Bible? All right, what is the Bible? First, uh, really simplistically, the Bible is the 66 books of the Old and New Testament. All right, the Bible is the 66 books of the Old and New Testament. In the Old Testament, God spoke through his prophets, people like Moses, David, Isaiah. The list goes on and on as you flip through your Old Testament. In the New Testament, God spoke through Jesus and his apostles, names like Matthew and John and Paul and Peter, and the list goes on there. Now, these people wrote God's word down and have left for the church these 66 books of the Old and New Testaments. Uh, Jesus, uh, in his time on earth, he affirmed the Old Testament and he talked about it as it was God's word and accepted it from the beginning to the end. And then he also endowed his apostles with the spiritual authority to pen the New Testament, right? The Old Testament and the New Testament. Jesus affirmed and then endowed that authority. And so, so that's just the first way that we can answer this question really simply. What is the Bible? The Bible is the 66 books of the Old and New Testament. No more, no less. Mm, that's good. I know there's a, there's a song that kids would memorize in Sunday school all the books of the Bible. Do you know that song? Because I, I couldn't tell you. I can't I, sing it I the do lick. not know the song. No, no, I, I didn't learn that one in, in my Sunday school That's years. That's unfortunate. I thought our listeners would really benefit from you singing that song today. Yeah, maybe you know we what? can. Better, uh, better luck next week, We can right? get you to make a recording, and we can put it on next week. So That, help that sounds out. good. I think we could use a new song anyway. So the Bible is the first, or the, first of all, the Bible is the 66 books of the Old and New Testament. What, what, what's next? Yep. So what else is the Bible? All right. The Bible is the word of God. All right. The Bible is the word of God. What the Bible says, God says. The Bible is God's word. All right. The theologians call this idea a special revelation. All right. In scripture, God is graciously revealing himself to us humanity in a way that we can comprehend. 
without God revealing himself to us, we would not have been able to figure him out or to know him or to find salvation or to understand all of the reality of the truth that is revealed to us in the scripture. In mercy, he has broken through the wall dividing us and communicated with us through the scripture. The Bible is God's communication to us. The Bible is the word of God. The Old Testament says time and again. It it just leads into chapters saying, and God said, or in the old uh, King James Version, thus saith the Lord. Right? And God said, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It has some power to it, though, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, And then Jesus uh, quotes the Old Testament all throughout his life, acknowledging, uh, saying that God said things. Jesus will say, God said, and then quote the Old Testament. Um, the New Testament is clear throughout that the Bible is the word of God. Second Timothy 3.16 tells us that s- scripture is God-breathed. They are from God. They are God's voice. They are God's word. And because the Bible is the word of God, there are a few things about it that are true. It does not err. It is never incorrect. It is true in all that it affirms. And it is our ultimate source of authority and truth. The Bible is the very word of God. Mm. So that's two down so far. The Bible is the 66 books of the Old and New Testaments, and the Bible is the word of God. What's number three? Yes, number three. Number three. What is the Bible? The Bible is the sword of the Spirit. All right, the Bible is the sword of the Spirit. Ephesians chapter 6 tells us this, that the Bible is the sword of the Spirit. If we are going to make an impact for Christ in the spiritual battle that we are engaged in right now, the kingdom of Christ advancing in this world, we need the offensive weapon of the Word, of the sword of the Spirit. Uh, we need, if we're going to make an impact, we have to have that sword uh, to, to be able to use and to wield. Uh, but uh, Hebrews 4.12, uh, I'll read it for us real quick, also tells us that God graciously uses that sword on his people. What does that mean? Ephesians, uh, Hebrews 4.12 says this, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Right, So it is an offensive weapon, the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, that we, we use the Word to, to advance the gospel, to proclaim to others for the sake of Christ's glory, to, to share the gospel and see his kingdom advance. But God in his grace also turns that offensive weapon of a sword into a surgical instrument to pierce his people and to refine them and to prune them and to make them more like Christ. So uh, the Bible is the sword of the Spirit, both offensively as we are evangelists and engaging in the world as sought light, but also as God turns it on us and excises out of our heart the sin that is cancer in our lives that he is graciously pulling out of us. So we need the Bible in our lives, both to advance the gospel, but we need to know the Bible deeply if we are going to grow to be like Christ. The Bible is the sword of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit uses the word to advance the gospel through us in our communities and to the lost. And the Holy Spirit uses the word to advance the gospel in us, to sanctify us, and to make us more like Christ. Wow. Okay. So we got three categories down and one more to go. The Bible is the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Word of God, the sword of the Spirit. And lastly, what do we have now, Justin? Yep, the last one that I wanted to touch on is this. Uh, The Bible is the bread of life. 
All right, the Bible is the bread of life. In Matthew 4, 4, Jesus says, man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. We should treat the Bible like we treat our food, right? Meals, they nourish us. Snacks, when we're hungry, we snack throughout the day, just filling up. Uh, And every once in a while, we throw a feast. And with joy and celebration, we eat uh, fat and rich foods in celebration. Right? And when we eat, we don't have to be told when to eat. We talked about this in a podcast a few weeks ago. Greg informed me that, in fact, Lauren does not have to make him eat. No, she does not. <laughs> but he is happy to eat. And the Bible is the bread of life. It is rich. It is nourishing. And it supplies us with the energy and the joy to follow God faithfully throughout the day. The Bible for us is our spiritual life, our spiritual bread that gives us energy to follow God, to make him known, to be faithful, and uh, to walk throughout this life. So the Bible is the bread of life. Man, that was that was awesome. That um, let's, let's recap all that really quick for you guys. The Bible is the Old Testament and the New Testament, the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, and the bread of life. Uh, so here are actually a couple of reflection questions for you guys who are listening. Uh, we think this is actually going to be great to reflect through on your own or even discuss with the group. First, in light of what the Bible is, how should an all-of-life disciple relate to the Bible? Secondly, what should a typical day with the Bible look like? And third, what is one action you will take this week to treat the Bible more faithfully? We appreciate you guys listening today. Uh, An outline of this episode, along with these questions, will be linked in the description below. Uh, We'll be back next week for the second episode in our series, The Bible is For You. Thank you for listening to the Center Church Discipleship Podcast, where we seek to equip and empower those who believe in Jesus to live out their faith as all-of-life disciples of Jesus. Be sure to subscribe so you can be alerted when new episodes are released. If you have questions or there are topics you want to be discussed on the podcast, please email justin at centercl.com. We would love to hear from you.